Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a talk about Destiny 1 raids versus Destiny 2 raids. Thought it would be fun to kind of contrast and compare them before we launch into a brand new season and a new raid. It'd be fun to kind of compare them. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I'm probably live right now, but I might not be. I will be traveling for EA Play and E3. Keep in mind, this is being recorded on the 4th before we go into the new raid. So if you're like, a lot of what I talk about maybe is answered in the new raid maybe there's systems in the new raid that i'm not aware of yet keep that in mind when this hits youtube it was recorded before we went into crown of sorrow so i may change my position i'll probably do a review and first impressions of not only the season but the content the menagerie as well as the new raid and i'll try to cover and do responses and q a sessions to bungie stream which is happening uh two days from the day that this is being recorded So the first thing I want to do is talk through Destiny 1 raids, what we feel like were their best attributes, what they got right, what they did well. And then I want to talk about Destiny 2 raids, where they kind of fell short, what they didn't get right, and then what can we do in the future? How can we think about what can be gleaned from the two types um, and how that could benefit us with future raid design. I'm not anticipating Crown of Sorrow being significantly different than a lot of the stuff that we have gotten up to this point. Uh, If I'm wrong, great, but I don't anticipate it being a big level up from Scourge or Last Wish, which I believe even those raids have significant flaws with respect to some of the design decisions and the loot. So, let's just talk about Destiny 1 raids. The first thing I think that they did very, very well, and this is probably one of the drivers behind engagement back then, why you logged in each week, why you insisted on playing and booting up and doing your weekly three runs. Now we don't really do that, that you don't feel that draw. This is, I believe, the main issue, and I believe it all stems from this. They had unique and strong loot, especially, this is this is more true in Vault of Glass and Wrath of the Machine. Crota had some really good stuff. King's Fall is where things got shaped there was better loot in the tower you could get the hung jury which was a better primary than pretty much every primary in the king's fall raid the yasmin sniper and the machine gun were good virtually everything else wasn't that great it was either really bad or not as good as other guns like it was like a mediocre scout or a decent pulse but there were better items that you could get elsewhere but for the most part i believe destiny one raid succeeded at giving you unique and powerful loot. You go back as far as Fatebringer, Vex Mythoclast, you go all the way forward to Wrath of the Machine. You have the Genesis Chain, Chaos Dogma, the, you know, the the Ex Mechanica, the Sniper. I mean, there was so much good about the guns in Wrath of the Machine. Beyond that, beyond the guns themselves, all of the raids gave you perks that mattered. You were like, oh, I've got this perk on this you know, chest piece or these boots or whatever. You, you got perks on your armor that you felt aided you in future runs, whether or not. I, I like the ones in Wrath probably the most. The agility when carrying a cannon, the extra resilience when holding a SIVA charge, the extra powerful ammo, ammo from fallen enemies. They really did, I think, one of the best jobs with creating armor that sort of landed on the combat and the sequences in Wrath in a really, really fun way where you felt you know you you actually felt stronger you felt like a better raider with that with those armor sets now that's related to something that we've talked about recently 
there was a very good spectrum of normal to hard to challenge mode. So feeling stronger, whether it was with the guns themselves or the perks on your armor, it actually had a context. It actually had a purpose. It was like, okay, there's a hard mode coming. There's challenge mode coming. I need these things. These are other value points that the Destiny 1 raids offered that I would love to see make a return. Now, hard mode was probably at its best in King's Fall. It, it was probably best in King's Fall because they designed hard first, they dialed it back for normal. Rather the machine, the difference from normal to hard probably wasn't significant enough, but challenge mode I felt like brought a really, really good element. And then Age of Triumph proved that you can really ratchet things up with a challenge mode beyond hard. The challenge mode in Atheon, I think, ended up being one of my favorites. Initially, I didn't like it at all, but it, it, it ended up becoming one of my favorites. And I think that added another depth to those fights and made them more interesting so that spectrum was I believe really really high value marks and and things that need to be praised for the D1 raids lastly we do want to make sure we mention the internal currency in Wrath of the Machine it's the only one with it but the internal currency reasons to run beyond the first three runs ability to open the extra chest ability to reroll armor that system was only in that one raid but I do think that was such a smart play and it could come into future raids that being absent and only in Wrath of the Machine is a bit of a shame and we'd love to see iterations of that persist so I believe those are all some of the things that really really stand out about Destiny 1 raids and I mention them not only because they were good but also because they, they they're very much absent in the new raids in Destiny 2 so let's talk about Destiny 2 raids I believe that there's too much of a focus on winning as a team I think that that has been overemphasized. There's nothing wrong with team effort, synergy, mechanics. But the design of the raids themselves, in addition to the res tokens and the res token timer, I believe has been emphasized too much. They've really minimized the ability to clutch. They've really minimized the ability for people to wear multiple hats. And I think that was a big value point. That was like another echelon of raid skill that you could aspire to. And it made raids really fun. I believe they have over-legislated to a minority in the community. Community members who would carry people, tell them to jump off, tell them to stand in the corner. We'll take care of everything. I don't think you should be designing raids for those people. You should be designing raids that are fun encounters, that are challenging, but then still offer that elasticity, that room, that flexibility for somebody to say, I'm going to do multiple things. I'm going to wear multiple hats. I'm going to, I'm going to carry this part of the team because so-and-so died. So I believe they've overemphasized the, you got to succeed as a team aspect. I'm not against that as a philosophy. I just think it's over-realized. Plain Jane guns that you can basically get anywhere is another significant problem with the raids in Destiny 2, most of the guns are not that special. You don't really write home about them and say, oh my gosh, you've got to get these. These are must-haves. Most of them can be gotten elsewhere. Chattering bones, there are there are pulse rifles in the game you can get elsewhere that are better. Uh, you know, the Nation of Beasts was nice, but there was already hand cannons in the game that were basically just as good. And that's one of the problems, I believe, with the raid guns in general. It's very, very reminiscent of taken king king's fall did not go far enough with the guns they all had they all had uh cocoon not enough not strong enough not influential enough doesn't make the guns stand apart and they had the the, the scouts and the pulse rifles and stuff in the king's fall raid had better counterparts in the tower and very similarly i believe 
that that's been going on with these raids. So I would love to see the guns ratcheted way up, way up with respect to the curated roles being stronger, unique perks, more strength. They should almost feel like pinnacle weapons. There's no perks on the armor. This is an enormous letdown. We're not sure if the Leviathan mods are going to affect this raid. Keep in mind, I'm recording this before the raid goes live, but we're not sure if that's going to play a part. That didn't go far enough. I believe intrinsic perks on the armor that relate to the the fights and the encounters themselves would be really good. Again, hearkening back to the Wrath of the Machine armor. There's no hard mode. The levy hard mode really didn't have a whole lot of incentive. It was like glowy armor. It wasn't that fun. So the lack of hard mode, the lack of challenge mode, I believe is another significant downgrade to the raid experience that could make the new raid significantly better in the future. Bring back challenge mode. Design hard mode first. Ratchet it back from hard to normal so we have a spectrum of experience, a spectrum of challenge. That gives a reason to grind for the awesome armor perks and the awesome guns, you know, and a set bonus maybe. You don't care about any of that, okay? You don't care about any of that if you're just grinding for the sake of grinding having that difficulty you know uh, spectrum as well as a challenge mode could be a huge value add so what can we do going forward i would really love it if the next raid or if we start getting raids that are a blend of wrath of the machine and kingsfall bring the best parts of those raids together the epic size and scope that you had in kingsfall the intensity of wrath the internal economy the difficulty spectrum the challenge modes those the uniqueness of the weapons in wrath like take the best pieces of wrath and the best pieces of kingsfall and start making your raids to align with that that should be the bar bungie set the bar you set the bar in the past that should be where things land that should be where things are hitting that is that is the quality we should come to expect at this point in time in the life of the game i don't think we're asking for too much we ask for those two raids to have their best pieces put into scourge of the past was close it was very close to to doing that currency and perks need to matter and internal currency perks on the guns perks on the armor all those things should matter right now they're easily shrugged off and that should never be the case with endgame raid armor running it three times for powerful drops and then being able to run it again for random rolls and extra drops on the armor pieces as well as the guns i believe is an easy update and change that would be a big value add for the community add a raid npc that has rank that you know that that you can rank up and get cooler stuff decorations you know ornaments for the armor ornaments for the guns an npc with rank is another thing i really think future raids and 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 raid content should have so if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live twitch.tv slash say no to rage as with all my content i appreciate you listening and watching please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about Destiny 1 raids versus Destiny 2 raids. This talk is probably going to get cut short. I am doing this literally while we're waiting on maintenance to end the day Season of Opulence goes live. Keep in mind, Season of Opulence has not happened yet, so a lot of my responses may be different than they would be in a couple of days. I will be traveling for EA Play and E3. Keep that in mind as well. Stuff's going to hit YouTube and the iTunes places in a different order and out of order. I'm trying to stay my content while I'm out of town so make sure you're following my Twitch channel and Twitter that's just say no to rage if you're wanting to keep up to date on everything that's going on I will be officially hosting at Twitch with uh, at E3 with Twitch and traveling to EA Play to be part of the events so let's jump into the questions I'll get through as many as I can uh, what raid do you find more fun in D1? Wrath of the Machine or Spires? Oh, Wrath of the Machine is the best. It's the most fun in my opinion. That's an easy answer. Train, why does it seem like D1 raids are better and longer, more difficult than D2 raids? Thanks for what you do. I, I think it was maybe because they allowed you to try to clutch. I think teams would put themselves in situations that 
a lot of the times I think in D2, it's kind of like with King's Fall, you would just kind of wipe. I think D2 brought a similar idea where you just kind of wipe. You're like, ah, oh, forget it. Let's just start over. And so you're always at max power. You always have six people with you. And I don't necessarily think that makes the raids easy easier, but it can make this the perception that maybe that they're easier. They're also built during a time where we're really, really strong. And your most your most concrete long-standing memories of Destiny 1 raids are probably hard mode when there was no resing. You literally couldn't res. So th- that's gonna gonna leave that that memory in your brain maybe a little bit longer of like, yeah, we were basically stuck. We literally could not res. Um, and I think that's just one of those things where your your power now and the fact that you can res, you know, in in content that traditionally went to the place where you couldn't res gives you the perception that it's easier. So. Prime Soot. Hey, Father Lono, when Bungie said that we could, what we could expect in Scourge of the Past to be similar to Wrath, the other, the only similarities I found was it was short and fallen. Could you perhaps clarify a bit? It was intense. It was, there was mechanics required of you while being kind of bombarded with ads in a, in close proximity. I, that That's where I feel like the intensity, I feel like the intensity of Wrath was, was replicated in scourge here stay here do this thing grab this thing and you got to do it under like underhanded like an underhanded goal there, like there's just two of you there's just three of you you're just, there's a small team high intense little close quarters fights lots of movement yeah i would agree with death in chat lots of movement you're flying around you're jumping from buildings you're getting on your sparrows so there's an intensity there's a movement you strip things down to two or three people and that creates that intensity and a lot of what you do in, like, for example, Spire of Stars, it's a small room and you're splitting up, but you're all very close together. You can kind of see each other. There's there's just a very different... Um, so... Uh, ben Mac C says, What do you think is more important for a raid? A great loot pool and loot economy for the raid? How enjoyable do you think good quality of the raid is? Well, you gotta have both. Uh, thank you, Twitching with Rage for nine months and Drill Massa for twenty-seven months. You gotta have both. You, I mean, you need a great loot pool. I, I could listen if you gave me a great loot pool, really, really, really awesome guns. I could live without the. I could live without the the economy, like the the, the currency and wrath of the machine. I would take both, obviously. But if I could only take, if I could only take one then I would be like, well, give me the loot, give me the better loot pool. Cause I'm not going to really care about your internal currency. If the loot's boring. So, uh, Bobby do, do you think that it would be enjoyable to introduce a larger team raid? Something that would take a lot longer to complete. No, at this point you, that would be way out of left field. Nice six man raids. I think the length of time for most of them is really, really good. This is like from another genre. Vlef, should raid weapons take up the same practices as D1 raid weapons where they do something unique only in the raid? Uh, Things like Oracle Damage or SIVA Weapons' unique set of enhanced perks. I would do both because I feel like Wrath got it right. You kind of got something that helped in the raid specifically, but they were also really cool weapons. Like the Genesis Chain was a great weapon even if you weren't in the raid. It, It had a perk you couldn't get anywhere else. That's how it should be. What was it called? Focus Firefly? 
That's how raid weapons should be. You can't get this anywhere else. And maybe, like they did with Wrath, add something that makes it strong on the raid as well. Do you think Bungie should add more raid layers or less raids that are longer? I like the. I think the pace we have now is fine. You get a big raid and then you get two smaller raids. I think that's totally, totally fine. Uh, two months from Heron Plays. Best of luck today, man. Thank you. PKMT. Should Bungie remaster all Leviathan weapons and armor with year two perks? And if so, should those raids start dropping powerful gear? I wouldn't be against that. I wouldn't be against that, but I think that that's going to have to come at the right time and be couched in the right way. Reusing old loot pools and old content, I'm an advocate for, but the community can get very, very critical of that. Caption. Do you think that since raids are getting harder, it is starting to make casual players stay away from the game more? Also makes the raids for LFG people almost impossible. Uh, the raids aren't getting harder. I think this is a false This is a false premise. Scourge is not that difficult to do. There isn't even a hard mode. Um, so no, I disagree with the premise, and so obviously I disagree with the conclusion. Uh, secondly, even if I granted your premise, raids being difficult has never been a turn away of casual players. Uh, Vault of Glass and King's Fall were very, very difficult. They were not accessible. They were not easy, and those were great times in the community. Lots of people were playing, uh, Taken King especially. So I don't agree with the premise. Even if I grant the premise, I don't agree with the conclusion. Mook me. If Bungie were to go back to D1 raid revive mechanic, do you think it would hurt the existing D2 raids because of the way that they were designed? Well, yeah, because the rhythm of Leviathan, the requirements of a lot of the Leviathan encounters, you can't press on without people. It's they're they go together. You wouldn't be able to take the revive mechanic out of Leviathan. You couldn't. You would basically have people die and then you'd wipe. It'd be like King's Fall when someone fell in Sisters or Oryx. Wipe, we're done. There's no coming back from that, right? So they built Leviathan around the idea of you need the whole team to be alive, like Gauntlet and others. Now, one person dies, maybe. Once you get beyond that, it starts to become a just wipe situation. Exori says... Do you think with all the nerfs, the exotic usage will switch? By the way, who will you run the raid with? I'm going to go in with the Warlock because I believe that Well of Radiance is probably the most influential super for endgame content like that. Also, the Skull Nova super isn't going to suddenly turn into garbage. It's just going to give you less super back. It's still going to be helpful uh, in, the right, in the right encounters. Evil. Clown says, do you think Crown of Sorrows is going to be like D1 King's Fall and what raid do you most likely think it's going to be like? I don't have a way to guess. Wing Wingslacks says, do you think that they do in fact have dope concepts for raid armor and ideas for a hard mode of each raid, but instead of doing it now, they're saving it for Triumph 2.0, make our lives easier in the future? It's possible. I mean, they could definitely comb over every single raid uh, they could come over every single raid and 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 say, we're gonna make every single raid have like a weird, you know, kind of hybrid challenge mode. I mean, that's certainly that's certainly a possibility. I just I don't know if again, the biggest challenge with reusing content is people are very critical of that. They're very critical of it. Like when you're if you're gonna reuse content, you're gonna have people get get. You know, like, oh, you just recycled. Oh, it's just a reskin. Stuff like that. And so I think at a, at a ground level, 
when they're going to decide to reuse whether they use leviathan if they reuse you know the year the year one loot pools imagine you know all the guns from year one that are static no longer being static and having you know mod slots if they were to do that then i i think you've the 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 actual marketing of it's going to really be where they got to get it right because they could market it and everyone's going to say this is crap why am i going to pay for this why am i going to why am i going to run you know why am i going to r- pay for this content why am i going to run this content it's content i've i've owned before so the marketing's got to be just right dream ach knowing that they are doing maintenance on destiny 1 do you think they might be planning or releasing a d1 on pc Maintenance on D1 has nothing to do with with D1 coming to PC. Uh, Huns B. Jack. Do you think Bungie will stay with a mindset about the annual pass and a different DLC appealing to different groups of the community like Joker's Wild and Gambit? I I honestly don't know. Um, I honestly don't know um, what they're going to do as far as the, the nature of you know the the na- the nature of the oh here's a here's a season and it's all for this type of person if you don't do that the new content's going to struggle with engagement you got to fill the 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 funnel right destiny 2 shadow keep has been leaked data miners have already discovered the fall dlc info really um that's interesting so it's going to be called shadow keep Wondering what that has to do with maybe Savathun, Shadow, the Moon, Hive. She's coming back as the Taken Queen. We'll have to wait and see what people think. We're going back to the Moon. 28 months from Fear the Reaper. Um, uh, Johnny Cat. What was your favorite part of Season of the Drifter besides the raid? What are you most looking forward to in uh, Season of Opulence? My favorite part of Drifter? I didn't like any of Drifter. I didn't like any of Drifter. The what I'm looking forward to most is probably Menagerie. JD Gamer. Uh hey Lono, do you think we could see a remaster D1 on PS5, Xbox 2, and PC? No idea. I don't know if they'd want to take the effort to do that. Um so I don't know if they'd want to take the effort to do that. Tomster. Do you uh do you think that they should have a second annual pass after the second Comet DLC or focus on D3? Also, congratulations on making it on the Twitch panel. Oh, thank you. The, um... The September update has been leaked, going back to the moon. We'll wait and see. I don't know. It's easy to trick people right now, because everybody's easily hyped. The... I think we're going to do a second annual pass on a second DLC. Yes. Dagnabbit Ben. One thing I remember you stating about the Leviathan raid specifically that for the fights like the gauntlet, it's very frustrating when one person mistake wipes everyone. My confusion is why is that a bad thing? I remember raids on the other games, while specifically where many fights relied on everyone doing their job right, mistakes need to be minimal. Why do you think that's a bad thing if you still do? I still think it's a bad thing because I think it's dumb. Right? I think it's dumb. I think that if, if the team can clutch it, let them try to clutch it. If you have skilled players... If you have skilled players, give them an opportunity. You know, give them an opportunity to, to clutch up and, and, and get big. I don't know why um, that you would they would they would not let you uh, do that. You know, 
I'm trying to see if I can find anything on Twitter with the with an image of the leak. Um, I'm not seeing anything just yet. I'm not seeing anything. It might be only on Reddit for now. I don't know. Lulu's got a link for us. Uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. So three months from Vorzy. Thank you so much. So here's the Shadowkeep post. It's already been removed. It's already been removed. Um, that post that you that you put. Uh, so the magic of the internet. Uh, hang on a second. Is that? I wonder if this image or link is is safe. Hopefully it is. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. The next chapter in the Destiny experience arrives this fall as terrifying shadows. Uh, descend upon the forgotten moon return to the lunar surface journey deep into the mysterious enemy citadel become a slayer of nightmares available for pre-purchase today physical collector's editions details are available at Bungie store that looks does that look fake to anybody else I don't know I think this looks fake Um, I don't know it doesn't look right something's off something's off um that doesn't feel that doesn't feel real to me. I'm gonna wait and and and, and wait. It look that does not look real. Why would that image be in in the game? Like that doesn't make any sense. We'll see. You guys can get the the mods to put the link in chat. Uh, one thing I remember. Oh yeah. So yeah, I don't like the idea of not letting good teams clutch. Right. Good teams should be able to clutch, and I don't feel uh like like clutching is something you want to shut down stream work do you think that some players are biased towards d1 raids and others d2 raids depending on which game they played i mean sure that'll definitely happen if you never played d1 raids i would expect you to think d2 raids are just fine um if if you if you played d2 raids and then you go back to d1 i would still think you would see some of the value in what i pointed out it's just it's just really really difficult because if you were playing at the time of Vogue or Wrath, you were you were accustomed and aware of the weapon system. You knew what was good. You know what wasn't good. You know what perks were cool. You know what perks weren't cool. Um, yeah, I I think it's difficult to go back in time. So, physical collection for a DLC, doubtful. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So I think that's fake, dude. The poster followed up with the link appears to be game files. I don't where I, I want to see a picture of a physical poster that like the name, the name works and what we think works, but like, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see because that it, it, the shadow keep fits with what we thought was going to happen. So forsaken and taken King did collector's editions. Oh, that's true. That is true. They did physical stuff for those DLCs. Because I have a Cade 6 statue to prove it. Um, so if anybody has a link to the poster, I'll take a cra- I'll take a look at that too. Amish Milkman. Destiny 1 raids did not need to revive token to feel challenging and had stronger mechanics. Destiny 2 vanilla raids seemed to be trivial without the tokens. Do you think Bungie could figure out a way to make it not challenging? I don't think Destiny 2 raids are trivial without the tokens. I think you need the tokens because if you die, if you have people that are dead and can't get back up in certain encounters, you literally can't satisfy the mechanics. You don't have enough people. Um, so... 
Mr. Anderson says, I prefer D1 raids. They're not so puzzle heavy. D2 raids are way too puzzle heavy. It makes the encounter frustrating thoughts. Scourge of the Past and Eater of Worlds are not that puzzle heavy. Um, so I don't necessarily agree with you here. You're thinking of you're thinking of Leviathan and Last Wish. Again, I don't think Kali, I don't think I don't think Shirochi, I don't think Morgeth are puzzle heavy. It's a good mixture. I think it's a pretty good mixture. Um, data mined game files. Hang on, I want to make sure I don't get debated in like showing something on stream that's like bad. Um, they do look like data mined game files. I don't know. That looks legitimate. It's it's hard to know. Those are just a bunch of images. Um, you can't really see it on my screen though. I can't really show it to you guys with the way I have this set up. So. Um, more cat with the next question. I'm trying to keep the quick Q and A going for people that listen later. More cat says the world's first is usually about cheesing, leveling, and uh, and skill and figuring out mechanics. I like to be overall mastery of the game. Am I just being whimsical? No, I would really like raid prep to be more fair and more and 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 I don't know, just more genuine. I guess. Um, it, you know, I don't know because it's like if. If people get leveling advantages in this raid because they had people holding checkpoints, if people have resistance, you know, mods from grinding reckoning, those are things that are that they didn't necessarily earn. Number one, the drop rate of the resistance mods was a joke. So that's totally RNG and luck. That's not something that's earned or fought for. I grinded probably just as much as anybody, and I didn't get any minor resist mods. There are people who grinded more than me and got nothing. I got two majors and a boss. And then having people hold checkpoints, you're not winning the the race for leveling and leveling advantages on your own you're cheating people are earning it for you at the very least when we saved bounties we did it on our own i earned the bounties i did the bounties i saved the bounties up i put in the time to do it it would have been more fair to give me infamy rollovers from gamut than let people freaking checkpoint hold because they're a streamer and they have lots of viewers you know i that's that just feels like you're not earning it somebody else is beating that nightfall somebody else is beating that content for you and you're swooping in and using your your following to your advantage i just think that that is i think that is um there's just i don't know i just think that lacks integrity and honesty i don't think it's the same as saving bounties that you earned on your own and then doing them and cashing them in later to jumpstart. everybody knew about that we had weeks to prepare you know the resistance bounty, the resistance mods, I know people are going to be like, you had weeks to grind for it, you had weeks to go for it. It was kind of discovered last minute, and the drop rate's abysmal. So, even if I would have put in a ton of time, I could still be in the same boat as other people who did twice as much grinding as me and got nothing to show for it. So, uh, Crispy says, Do you think uh, D2 raids have lost their sense of importance compared to D1 raids, where if you wanted to go max power? I don't necessarily think... They should be for max power. I think they should be for some of the best loot, right? I think they should be for some of the best loot. If if it was for, I don't like it. I don't like if it's for max power. I don't think that that's, I don't think that's helpful. Um, so looked into the Reddit poster. Seems like someone who doesn't post fakes. There you go. Maybe it's real. Moons, uh, Moon Siren. Why do you think Bungie has not gone back and updated year one D2 raids? Maybe they're saving it. I don't know. Maybe they're saving it for the annual pass. Um, if Shadow Keep is in fact what we're getting in September, the annual pass could be, you know, the repurposing of everything. So 
I don't want to be sitting on that screen because I don't feel like that's like a genuine like trying to get you in queue thing. Um, so I'm gonna reboot my game. Awesomer says, "Longtime listener, first time caller. What could Bungie add to increase incentive to raids that makes it more worthwhile? Because right now I feel like I don't even need to run them uh, because my light and there are other weapons. I mean, this is basically just your uh, me repeating my talk. The loot's not good enough. There's no incentive to go in. That's the main problem. I started my whole talk with that. It's like the loot is not good enough. The loot was way better in D1. Um." Uh, Mighty Moose. Hey, Lono, since we all know that your favorite raid between D1 and D2 is Wrath of the Machine, what do you feel Bungie needs to bring uh, the feel and nostalgia in order to perfect the D2 raid? I mean, the the real issue is that the, you know, the, it's a lot of it has to do with the intensity, but it also has to do with the, the, the gear and the internal currency. Like, there's a lot of layers, right? There's a lot of layers. You know, and um, so it's like, do I just want the currency? Do I just want the intensity? Do I just want the loot? I would start with loot, right? If you're like, what do you want from the D1 raids? What do you want from Wrath? Loot that's worth pursuing. Cool guns. All right. If you're going to give me another one, I'm going to say, okay, give me the internal currency of Wrath. So I have a reason to run it more than once. What after that? Now I'll take the intensity and the style. I'm not going to argue for intensity and style because that's preference. But as far as guns being good in an internal economy, right? That internal economy will be like driving people to come in and rerun it. That's more important than arguing my preference about raid style. So that's how I would I would triage it. Loot is the single most important thing in a raid. Rerun, you know, running it more than once with an internal currency is another layer and then beyond that i would take the intensity and the style so check sub chat let's see do you you guys have a picture of this poster um bad juju already been deleted you guys just keep drawing my attention to stuff that's been deleted unsaid what's your favorite raid from d1 d2 and why already answered wrath of the machine what are you most excited about menagerie what do you think will happen to the annual pass once opulence is done there'll be another one um and they'll lower the price and bundle everything if you want to jump in in september you'll be able to get everything leading up to that for a discount like you know a 50 40 something dollar price point where you get everything the base game all the dlc uh zep and dragon with a brand new prime sub zeta with a 22 month resub thank you welcome back um very excited about your future. Congrats on your E3 debut. Thank you. Um, so it looks like we have a catalyst for the juju. Um, yeah, it looks like we might. We probably have a catalyst for the for the juju. A picture, a screenshot. So, man tracks. Do you emotionally feel the same way feeling Destiny Two as Destiny One in terms of misery, immersion, and lore? Um, it's just one of those things where. The, the emotional attachment to D1 was different because that's how I kind of built my, t- my my channel, you know? Um, uh, it's, you know, if it's it's how I built my channel. My emotional attachment to D2 is almost like a, c- come on, can, can, can we get this going here? Can we get this train going? Can we fix this game? Kind of a thing. Um, Loot Dragon. How can Bungie 
keep leveling meaningful with 85 plus power items available right now without the new season add another 10 to 15 with new activities seems about one week of grinding per character no because rng can screw you this is a completely untrue leveling was never um was never that has never been fast it's not about the quantity it's about the intentionality um Quinny Scully, do you think Skull Nerf will make Devour more viable again? It's possible. Uh, Zma, Zmaka, Zmalaka. With there being so many unused exotic armor pieces, do you think Bungie could expand the subclass skill trees and include more nodes using exotic perks? Well, I would think that you've got to rework exotics or just add new ones that matter. You've, you've either got to go back and rework exotics that nobody's using because they don't do enough, or... Um, it's it's one of those things where you'll be able you need to be able to have something to compete with existing exotics whether it's stuff of the past or stuff ahead of us it doesn't matter that you need stuff that just is better um tokyo prince in destiny 3 what would you like to see in regards of raids what would you like to see more of d1 style raid like i said a mixture of king's fall and wrath of the machine i think is the best so infinite ryman I never played any of the original Destiny raids because I got into Destiny and Destiny 2 drops. Should I go back and try those raids? I mean, if you have people willing to go back and play with you, yeah. Uh, Seth Eubank. Uh, are you more interested in the Menagerie or the raid? Probably the Menagerie because it's more of a weekly grind, more of a daily grind. Hello, uh, hello Kira. What is your opinion on the annual pass as a whole so far? Do you think this experiment has worked? I think the rhythm and the cadence is good. The substance of the content wasn't good enough, but the rhythm and the cadence is significantly better than Tentpole DLC. Tentpole DLC is just, it's too quickly, fall it just too quickly falls by the wayside. Um, righteous, uh, righteous show. What do you think Bungie will do with the Hive mechanics versus D1 in the new raid? No idea. Senior Natara says... Elemental primaries were something really cool from raids in D1. Should they come back? I think they should simplify the entire weapon system and give us elemental primaries again. Move all primaries into the primary slot, all secondaries into the secondary slot. Simplify the weapon system so that you can add more depth to each tier and then just give us elemental primaries back. It's not going to break anything if suddenly my Warden's Law has Arc on it. Um, Wicked Cold. Do you think franchise fatigue is a reason for a lot of the hate this game gets when they make changes to the game? Love the content. I mean, franchise fatigue is always a part of, of a game that's this that's been around this long. It's always a part. It's just a matter of, can they keep reinventing themselves or adding stuff that we want to do? Vlef. Do you think that we could should see similar strategy from D1 raids where part of the loot pool was only available in heroic precision challenge mode? I mean, I would love that. Because think about what that does. This is where this is why they're missing the mark, okay? So Scourge of the Past has, what, four weapons in it? It has rocket launcher, scout rifle, fusion rifle, shotgun. I think that's it, right? Th- those four? I may be missing one. I might get corrected by chat here in a moment. So if you go into Scourge of the Past, and that's the normal pool of weapons those items okay those are the guns that you can get when you're running normal oh then the yeah then the uh, anarchy okay let's ignore the anarchy for a second you got four then hard mode could introduce four more and then challenge mode could introduce 
four more like then you have a full weapon system in a smaller raid and you've taken the relevancy of the raid and you've stretched it out it's just one of those things where it's like i i don't know in my in my mind that that's one of the problems with scourge it's it's four weapons it's not a lot in there it feels similar to the layers where it was like two weapons jumbo plays to fix emphasizing team effort too much do you think res token should stay but remove the timer so deaths are still costly but not devastating well what you could do is you leave the tokens and you get six on normal and you get three on hard and once you run out of tokens they're dead you can't get them back up why are you wiping the team right that's the question why are you wiping the team let them press on you know, you only get three tokens. We used our tokens. Lead-footed doo-doo over here died again. You know, let's keep going. Let's try to let's try to clutch this up with five of us instead of throwing the towel in. Hypothetically speaking, if Destiny 3 is coming and will be the last game that keeps getting new content, what would Bungie do to keep the old raids interesting despite creating new armor and weapons for them? Um... I don't know. I it, like I think I've answered this enough as far as like what they could do to make the raids cool, but as far as making them relevant in the past, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's even possible. Eventually they just fall by the wayside. Loot Dragon. More so than any other raid, you could bring two potatoes in last wish and any encounter stand there and shoot ads. Compare that to the Leviathan where everyone had to complete mechanics, which is the better system? I think the system where they can ease into becoming a better raider is far better because if you go into if 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 you go into the like a raid like Leviathan and you're the guy that keeps messing up I don't know. It's like, is there room for you to get better and want to get better or you just feel like there's egg on your face and you keep causing the team to wipe so you don't want to play? If you go and play Last Wish and you know you kind of can't do as much, you're kind of standing in the corner and you're you're doing less, isn't that going to give you room to try to improve, to follow the lead of other players to, to you know to see what they're doing? It's like if it's too mechanical and it's too demanding of a team, it's a zero or a one. You either satisfy the mechanic or you don't. You're either alive or you're dead. That's it. That's it. So when I look at Wrath of the Machine, I feel like people saw us raid and they wanted to get to that level. They saw the clutches. They saw the, the oh my gosh, I die, but you guys did it anyway. And they wanted to raid like that. They wanted to be, they wanted to be at our level. Instead of feeling like, I'm the guy that keeps causing us to wipe. I got egg on my face. I don't want to come back in here. I had way more people quit King's Fall and never want to come back. I never had that happen in Wrath. They weren't like, well, you guys clutched it up. That was a sucky experience. I don't ever want to come back and do this again. They'd be like, dude, that was tight. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. And then they'd come back and they'd try to improve and they would raid in the Discord and they would try to learn. It's just totally different when you feel like you're on a spectrum of performance instead of do this or you're dead. Do this or the team fails. It's just different. One's more elastic and more flexible than the other and it gives players room to breathe and improve. Tsunami. Do you think that the weapon and armor designs in D1 Raid look better than they do now? Um, it's hard to say. You know, by the time we got the King's Fall and Wrath, I'd probably say yes. I don't know if Crota, you know, I don't know if Crota and Vogue really hit it out of the park. They were cool, but 
King's Fall and Wrath started really banging on all cylinders. And then, obviously, Age of Triumph really shades our, our memory, because that stuff looked amazing. Um, El Pinto Loco. Do you think D2 raids lack the magical aspect of the cosmetic side of the rewards? Like, there was really too so- something people with Crota Shader, Full Ornamented Wrath. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on with those sets and with having everything that you just don't have now. I don't, I mean, seeing somebody in a full set of, you know, having grips of the great hunt and all the great hunt stuff, like, I don't freaking care. Uh, somebody with a full set of scourge armor, like, cool, man. There's no appeal, there's no mystique, there's no reason to go for it. They didn't have to grind hard, like, they didn't have to do anything. You know, the, the King's Fall armor turned black for crying out loud, you know? Um, there was just something about it. There was something cool about going that distance and getting that full set. Sally took my galley. Hey, Lono, since uh, Kiraya was more or less confirmed to not be the final boss, do you think it'll be one of the shadows of Kalos uh, from a race we've never seen? The final boss is Galran from the intercepted thing that we saw. Galran was created by Kalos to wear the crown of sorrow to control the hive. I believe that he did this in Oryx's absence. Kalos saw an opportunity to take control of the hive in the absence of a king, and that is when he did he made his move. Savathun has probably since become very jealous and angry. She sees the ascended hive relic as her means of corrupting and and making Galran go crazy. This is gonna this is her attempt to destroy the Leviathan from the inside out, as well as get the relic, as well as unseat the person who's in control of the hive, so she can ascend to the hive throne and, and become the queen of the hive, the ruler of the hive. Like th- that's what I think. That's where I think uh, they're they're going with it. Insane monkey. With the hype and focus around raids, do you see future raids having more esports vibe? I don't know. We joked around for a couple weeks about shoutcasting it, and then people are doing it. So, I mean, it's possible. Um, it's possible. Noble. Hello, Guardians. I'm new to the franchise. What's good for class for beginners? Uh, probably a warlock. Do you, uh, Death says, you've been a big advocate of intentionality of rolls on weapons. However, to me, there is no content that requires that level of weapon rolls. My question is, should Bungie create content to create difficulty setting that requires maxing to go to hand cannon with the rolls? Well, a lot of it's the experience of having a god roll hand cannon. A lot of it is that you, you need a god roll hand cannon because... You know, it feels good. You don't need it because the content requires it. Even if they created content that requires it, the difference in perks isn't necessarily going to make you more powerful, right? That's where I said, what if they did difficulty spectrum that when you activate that difficulty spectrum and you go into that difficulty, it activates those perks on the gun. There's extra perks. There's a fifth, sixth, and seventh perk that gets turned on when you go into harder content. And you need those perks because now you're going to content that it is really, really hard. Um... So, Scrub Machine Gun. I'm trying to do the raid day one, but not necessarily going for Worlds first. Should I be rushing in the moment the raid drops? Give myself time to maximize level. It's up to you. Trey Man. Do you think this raid we will finally come encounter with Callus or another fake robot? We're not going to fight Callus. We're going to fight his, uh, his, the dude wearing the Crown of Sorrow from the lore that got released. Food man, do you think 900 RPM auto rifles uh, get brought back here with the new content today? I don't have a way of guessing on that. 
Ghost Boy Twitch. What is your favorite exotic sniper? Um, there's not a lot of them. Probably the Whisper. Frocky. I've heard so much about the new pinnacle weapon for the Crucible. How will the quest be different from the past? You're not going to lose progress if you lose. You're still going to lose glory, but you're not going to lose glory on the triumph itself that tracks it. Three months from James Seek. Thank you so much, dude. Boyo1809 with 27 months. Welcome back. Spikesley. Um, what do you think the PvP meta will be after Opulence? Uh... What do you think the PvP meta will be after Opulence? I don't know. I don't have a prediction there. Prime time. If I start to play on PC, will I get the 690 Power Surge quest on the new character to jump right into the newest content? Yeah. Yeah, you can go through the quest and you'll you'll surge up. Ghost Boy Twitch. Who is easier, Oryx or Riven without cheese? So if you beat Riven without cheese, I would say that Oryx is easier. Because the time, I mean, the tiniest mistake wipes the entire team in Riven. You shoot the wrong eye, you get a little bumped, whatever. Whole team's dead. Um, Oryx is significantly easier because you just have to be able to jump well. You fall, it's similar because you fall and the whole team's probably going to wipe. But um, you're doing a whole lot more too. The reading of the symbols, looking through the glass. Riven's quite a bit harder if you don't cheese. More moving parts. Cooperman, more to remember, more to communicate, memorizing a map, etc. Do you think that Bungie really needs to reintroduce raid-specific perks and make raids more desirable? Yep, I do think that. My clan decided to attempt the day one raid last night. I have two hours to do some prep. Any advice on what I should do quickly? Game is down right now, so when it boots back up, follow the guide in chat. Do you think we'll ever see a boss again like Oryx where the damage was indirect mechanic-based instead of the current standard of DPS windows? I'd love a mixture. I thought, like, Wrath was close to this, right? The cannons did so much damage. Uh, it'd be cool if it was like that. Like, there's cannons in the room, and they do almost all of the damage. And you gotta figure out how to use them, and earn them, and shoot them, and pace your shots and stuff. You have to develop a new skill set. Instead of stand in a well and dump heavy. Um... Uh, at the end of Solstice of Heroes, they added the raid weapons the, 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 that were 400 light level and not infusible. Could this be something they do as a standard for raids? Have versions of the raid weapons that drop higher than max light? This would make them sought after, but would only make have a tangible benefit in the hardest activities. Okay, hang on a second. Let me reread this. At the end of Solstice of Heroes, they added raid weapons that were 400 light level and not infusible. Could this be something they do as a standard for raids? Have versions of the raid weapons that drop higher than max light. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. That that sound. Uh, I would rather the guns be really cool and unique. That seems like that's cheap. That doesn't. That you're that you're kind of like cheating. Oh, these weapons are higher power level, and it's like. Uh, I don't know. There'd have to be a reason to get them that high power level anyway. What's it matter? Once you match the delta of all endgame content, it doesn't matter. It's not like getting those would do anything. That doesn't sound like a good idea. Sorry. Prune Gang, do you think raid layers uh, would have worked in D1? I mean, if they would have called Crota a raid layer, and if they would have called House of uh, Prison of Elders a raid layer, <laughs> you know, uh, fighting Skolas. Maybe. Maybe people would have been more accustomed to, like, oh, this isn't a full raid like King's, uh, like, uh, Vogue. 
you know, maybe. Favorite raid in D2 so far? Scourge of the Past. Uh, do you think D1 raids are mechanically harder than D2 raids? No. What is your opinion of the loaded question and why is it the best and why is it the best legendary fusion, especially since the buff? It's not. It's fire rate sucks. It needs backup plan. Do you think we will encounter Savathun's little sister in the new raid? Probably not. DK Lotus. Why do you think gamer score exclusivity works for a game like World of Warcraft and not for Destiny? If wow, if you want to get a higher gear score, you need to do raids, harder dungeons. Destiny seems to have a problem with distinguishing power level and gear score. Okay. Leveling up is the natural culmination of everyone's efforts. Difference in gear should be what makes you stand apart. First of all, this isn't World of Warcraft, so stop trying to make it World of Warcraft. Second, okay. Second, th- this is a loot this is a loot-based game. Way, way more loot-based game. So the loot should be what distinguishes the content. Like if I go into, you know, end game content, the end game loot should be what distinguishes me. A static number on your on your character is not as important as having dope loot. So Dragon Skin. How do you feel about the buffs to Gemini Jessers? I don't have an opinion on those items. Um Mind Creation Crew, do you think Bungie should add a pinnacle raid weapon to bring some replayability? I think all raid weapons should have a curated load loadout that is close to a pinnacle weapon. Um. Uh, can Bungie improve Titans? Sure, they can. They just should do it. Uh, egg roll. What do you uh? What do you think the biggest difference between D one and D two raids were? That was my entire talk. Biggest difference would be the loot. The loot's just not good enough in D two. What can Bungie do to Titans in order to bring them up to compete with Skull Nova, Luna Faction, Gwisin, Shards, Orpheus? The general problem is you would need. We need exotics that make hammers better or the big hammer better you need an exotic that 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 makes throwing the shield better i don't know um there's just something off with titans right now and i can't put my finger on it they just do not do the job um triangle choke what do you think of the idea of bungie reverting all these nerfs late in the season to add a few weeks of mayhem there's no 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 you don't want to create you don't want to trivialize the sandbox just for fun now they can do that with like a modifier but they don't want to go through and like actually change the items just for fun for a couple weeks hey jd is there anything bungie could do to the attract casual players to pursue and learn to be better in raids i feel like i'm lonely because most of my uh most of my friends avoid raids because most people in lfg are sweatheads um i don't know i that I don't think it's Bungie's job to make endgame appealing to casuals because you're trying to convince somebody to it's like it's like trying to convince somebody to do a marathon and they just like to walk. They like to go on walks. They think their neighborhood's pretty, walking makes them feel good, they drink some water, they take a walk, it makes them feel healthy. And you want to, how do you convince them to run a marathon? They don't want to run a marathon. It's not the way they're wired, right? It's not what they do. You know, it's like casual players don't really think about the end game. They don't really think about raids. So being like, how could they make it to, you know, make raids more accessible to casuals? They don't really care. You know, Bugs Bunny with a prime sub. Thank you. 
Uh, TSL Best of Me. Not sure if you talked about this or not. Just join the stream. With them teasing Owl Sector in the blog, lore post, do you think we will see something like last year before the start of year three with an infection? Owl Sector doesn't necessarily have to do with SIVA. Uh, figured I'd ask Patient Zero. Thank you. <laughs> Owl Sector doesn't necessarily have to do with SIVA. Owl Sector is a warning system, and the warning system intercepted these, these communications. It doesn't necessarily mean we're getting SIVA. Rabid Russian... Ideally, would you rather have a world's first race that takes days? Or are you happy with the 6 to 12 hour race? I don't want it taking days. Um, Bower Socks. Would it be nice to see an exotic scout rifle? And if so, should it be an energy or a kinetic? I just think that exotics won't get footing in this game unless you make them do something different when they're hip firing. I think scouts should hit like a truck when you zoom in, and when you hip fire them, they should be like an auto rifle. They don't adapt to the environments. That's why people don't use them. Spikesley, do you think Bungie should bring back crucible modes like supremacy permanently instead of on rotation? Don't really have an opinion here. You can't have too many modes or it dilutes the player base. You got to have a full funnel or matchmaking takes forever. Thought it was free says, should everyone who pays to get all get all the gear and then super hard end game crucible unlocks better perks. Just because you pay money doesn't mean you're entitled to everything in the game. That's nonsense. It's a loot based game. Go do the stuff where the loot is. You're not entitled to raid gear run the raid if you want raid gear here's my $60, please give me all the loot now, that completely dilutes and hurts the game's identity do you have to complete power surge before you grind or do you just have to complete it before you run the raid just before you run the raid, I think a lot of people might hold off we might hold off, so that's the final question, I don't want people just to start slamming questions and people just start to force it they just start asking generic questions because they want to be included, so I'm going to chop it we're going to stay live, obviously, if you're new to the stream stick around, we're going to do the power grind, we're going to do the raid don't go anywhere, if you're listening to this on iTunes Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live twitch.tv slash say no to rage as with all my content, I appreciate you watching and listening please like, share, and subscribe